Hello, everyone, and welcome to Culturally Relevant, a podcast about film, television, art, and culture. I'm David Chen, and today's a bonus conversation. Basically, the way this conversation came about is that I tweeted this article from The Atlantic by Alexis Madrigal called Getting Back to Normal is Only Possible Until You Test Positive. Uh, the subheading is, I was ultra careful for 18 months, then I got COVID, end quote. Now, the article basically details how Alexis Madrigal, somebody who has been studying COVID and writing about COVID for a long time, uh, decided to go to a wedding that was unmasked indoors, everyone was vaccinated, and still ended up getting COVID. And he ends up describing kind of the disruption to his life that this has. Now, thankfully, uh, nothing bad happened to him from a health perspective. He got flu-like symptoms and he didn't feel super great, but he seems to be doing just fine now. And it struck me that we're entering a phase of the pandemic where many people who are fully vaccinated are now getting COVID, uh, but they are not necessarily having their lives endangered. They are just having their lives disrupted. So COVID has become not necessarily a health threat to many vaccinated people, but is more of an inconvenience. And I started wondering what that's like. So I, I tweeted this article out and somebody responded, a local listener in Seattle named Jesse, uh, saying that he had actually recently contracted COVID after watching Dune in an IMAX screening. I had just seen Dune in an IMAX screening. Roughly, like literally, our, our screenings were about the same time. He got COVID. I did not, as far as I know. And so I wanted to talk to Jesse about what this experience has been like for him since he got it, uh, COVID and how, how disruptive this was to his life. Now, before we begin this conversation, I do just want to strongly caveat a couple things. Obviously, uh, neither of us are health experts, so do not take anything that we say as health advice, nor should you assume that this is a representative conversation about uh, how risky it is to see, you know, a movie or how likely you are to contract COVID if you see a movie or anything like that. Uh, I think you should interpret this conversation as you should interpret any conversation on this podcast, which is just a reflection of my own personal anxieties as well as where my mind is focused on these days. So if you keep that in mind, then I think you will be able to interpret this conversation is in the correct way. A little bit more background about Jesse as well. Uh, which is that Jesse received uh, two doses of Moderna uh, quite a while ago, but as of the recording of this, I don't believe had received a booster yet. And uh, they've been very careful, and as you will hear. So anyway, I struggled a lot with whether or not to publish this conversation. I know there's a lot of information out there about COVID-19, uh, much of it from legitimate sources that you should be listening to and not me. And so I'm like, is, is this going to add anything to the conversation? But I think ultimately, again, this podcast is a reflection of where my head's at, what I'm focusing on, what I'm fascinated by, and I felt like this conversation crossed that bar. So I hope you get something out of it, and uh, I hope you are doing well and staying safe out there. Thanks for listening. Hello, Jesse. Thank you so much for joining me today. Yeah, thanks. Thanks for having me. So I want to ask you, how long have you felt sick with COVID-19 at this point? Uh, so it was Saturday um, afternoon that I first started getting sick. I laid down. My, ironically, my, um, my wife went to get her booster shot and my kid, my five-year-old, finally was getting his shot. And while he was out for the shot, I was like, I think I'm going to lay down. And I basically didn't wake up for the rest of the day. Um, and I felt pretty miserable on Saturday. 
what so that was four days ago for those who don't know like uh, i don't know when people will be listening to this but that was four days ago uh and what symptoms are you experiencing um i thought i had the flu i hadn't i haven't gotten around to getting my shot yet and i had the covid vaccine so i just assumed it was the flu got it now prior to getting sick uh how careful were you and your family about covid19 and safety protocols recognizing that uh, different people have different levels of privilege and are able to avoid COVID-19 to differing extents. Um, what was the level at which you avoided it? Uh, yeah, so we had a kid that wasn't vaccinated, so we were, we were as careful as we could be, probably more careful than I thought we needed to be. Um, we would be canceled our game days. Um, we both work from home. Our kid does go to school, but they're um, a Seattle school system, so they're really good about it. They're masked, they're distanced. Um, yeah, just didn't. The last time I went to see a movie was uh was Venom, and I decided even that that was a little too too dangerous and hadn't. Venom, gone. let there be carnage, or Venom one. <laughs> let there be carnage. Gotcha. So, uh, so you you had seen a, a movie before, like relatively recently. That movie came out a couple months ago. Yep. Um, yeah. Had you seen movies before that? Like how how often did you go to movies in the last? 18 months. Uh, no, Venom would have been, I think, my first movie back since COVID wow. started. Bold choice for first movie back. Yeah, I have mixed feelings about it. <laughs> <laughs> well, why did you decide to make Venom Let There Be Carnage your first movie back? I mean, you know, there are, there are theoretically other movies you could have made your first movie back, right? Why, why, uh, why Venom? Well, I've got a, I've got a group of uh, friends who we go see these type of things together, and they were going to see Venom, and I'm vaccinated, so... They kind of talked me into it, and it seemed like it was low risk, um, so so I went, and it was fine. Gotcha. And when you go, I assume you're masked. When you go to the movie theater, do you uh, do you wear a cloth mask? Do you wear N95 mask? Do you wear like a medical sort of paper mask? And also, do you get food when you go to the movie theater? Um, yeah. So I have a I have a a, a big um, thick cloth mask. I've got a pretty big face, so I've got one that fits me fits me right. Um, my wife did want me to point out that I did I did get food because that is probably relevant. <laughs> Got it. Um, for well, I was asking about venom specifically, but I think that's just oh, kind of your general yeah, yeah, your general yeah. operating procedure is like you wear a big cloth mask um, and you get food when you go to the movies. Right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so you went to Venom, let there be carnage. Nothing bad happened, right? You didn't feel sick afterwards or anything like that. Um, and that was probably around the time where my guess is you felt like, Hey, Seattle has been handling this relatively well. Uh, you know, we've gotten, uh, vaccinations in many, many adults. Uh, obviously it's opening up for kids now as we record this and, you know, case counts are relatively low compared to when they've been the rest of the pandemic. Number of hospitalizations per day is in the single or low double digits. Um, number of deaths per day, same thing. And so, probably mentally you were starting to feel like, Hey, I can maybe start to take a few liberties. Is that, is that accurate? Actually, I kind of the opposite. So interesting venom people were kind of masked, but they weren't, it wasn't as safe. And like, there's a little bit of like, after two years of not really going out, any amount of going out always feels fraught. Yeah. Um, so people weren't quite as careful as I would have liked it to be. So, so I kind of was like, eh, I don't know if I want to do this again and, and backed off a little bit. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So you went to Venom and that, that kind of scared you off because what you saw people there without masks or there was a yeah. lot of people and that made yeah. you anxious. Yep. Yep. Okay. So I think uh, Venom, let there be carnage. That was an early October release. If I recall correctly. Right. 
Yeah, and I think it was... Were we spiking then? I don't quite remember. I know things were getting worse around that, that window right before we leveled out. So you saw Venom Let There Be Carnage. You're like, ooh, this is a little bit too unsafe for me to feel super comfortable with it. Maybe I'm going to back off the movie going for a little bit. Um, did you curtail any of your other activities or were you doing any other activities? Do you do, for instance, indoor dining or anything like that? Oh, no, no, no. Um, movies is kind of one of those things that I was going to make an exception for, or I'd considered making an exception for. So you, you saw Venom, Let There Be Carnage. That was like a big sort of relatively large risk for you to take to go see that movie. And then you decided not to see movies for a while, but you recently decided you're going to go see Dune and IMAX, correct? Yep. Uh, so Dune, uh, my group of friends was going to go see opening night. I said, no, I don't, I don't really want to do that because there's going to be a big crowds and my, my kid isn't vaccinated. So I, I don't want to break through case. Um, so I was, so I decided I was going to go see it in the middle of the week at a not, not crowded showing. I knew I wanted to see IMAX. I knew it was going to go out of IMAX cause, uh, they were switching over to Eternals, I guess. Yes. Um, so I waited to the last possible second to go see it on a on a Wednesday. <laughs> yeah, uh, yes. and we should we should point out that you are fully vaccinated and you have yeah. been for a while. Uh, and yeah. and you wanted to see see one of the last screenings of Dune on IMAX. I did the same yeah. thing by the way. I saw a Thursday, I think 3 p.m. screening of Dune. Uh, that was the last one at South Center Theater to play before it switched to Eternals. What uh, theater did you go to to see it? I went IMAX? to the the Thornton at the uh, at the it. mall, Regal Thornton at Northgate. Right. Yep. So it, the, the the issue was when I showed up, they had they had messed something up with the screenings. I don't quite understand what had happened, but there was they were at the door explaining it and telling people where to go. So they had actually combined multiple showings, um, which was the first red flag. Mm. Uh, I had heard that they were carding. Um, yes. But they when, I, when I went to Regal Thornton not too long ago, they che- they checked for vaccine verification. Really? Okay, so yes. no, no one checked any cards, and then the theater was packed. And I immediately was like, oh, I should I should not go. But I was like, no, this is Dune. Um, uh, Blade Runner was a, such a phenomenal experience. Yes, I was like, Blade I Runner twenty forty nine, right? Yeah, I can't. Uh, not... Denis Villeneuve's last movie. Yeah, so. Yeah. So I was like, I can't not see this. I'm just going to do this. I'm vaccinated. And you hadn't seen Dune until that point, or oh no, I've been saving myself for that. Oh my gosh, yeah. so you hadn't watched it on HBO Max or anything. So no you're way. like, I'm saving it for the theatrical experience. Yep, yep. Okay, so when you say the theater was packed, like, can you give some sense of how many people were there? Um, well, I had I had done the the thing where you try to they won't let you do one seat, but I'd done the two seat thing. Uh-huh. Um, so you saved, you'd bought two seats for yourself, basically. No, no. I, in in hindsight, I should have done that. No, I did the thing <laughs> where I, I I put two seats in between me and the person next to me, hoping mm. that they would stay empty. And at the time, when I looked at the at the chart, you, you can go in and see like how how back theater is based on who's bought it. Was there was there was no one in there. It was just yeah. me and the handful of people that had bought the center but, seats. But because they messed up the screening, like you, yep. you, you suspect they probably didn't give you an accurate read of who is going to be in that seat basically yeah it was it was completely packed yeah there so was... we're talking probably what i'm guessing 400 people three four hundred people is my guess or it's a theater three hundred that... people something like that that, that sounds within the realm of reason yes uh i don't know if the theater is that big they... i get i guess they are i hadn't really thought about that um there were there were no spaces let's put it that way mm. there, there was people in front and behind and beside me with no so, gaps so it seems like every single seat was full yeah, yeah, more or less. Oh my gosh. 
Yeah, so, I should have just left. <laughs> I mean, I will tell you that my own personal experience is like I I have strategically I, I strategically avoided any Dune screening that might even be close to full personally for myself. Yep. Um and that that is why I had to wait until like Thursday, three PM to go, because every other Dune screening in IMAX had tons of people, which is actually a good I was actually like encouraged for do a Dune, you know, a bold original sci-fi movie, and B, uh, kind of premium and large format movie going because it's like, oh, people are choosing like the kind of bigger format. They they know people know the difference. They know to get like the IMAX screen, right? Like, you know, to to, to put a lighthearted sort of spin on this story is like, hey, there's a people have somewhat discerning tastes uh, for the IMAX. Um, so you watch the movie and. Uh, like, did you, you, but you were kind of a little bit nervous about it. Did you observe, uh, people wearing masks around you? I have found personally in Seattle, mask compliance has been relatively high. Uh, although there's certainly, you know, those people who are like eating food and, um, and some of them, you know, have the mask under the nose and all that stuff. But like, overall, I found it's been good. Like, what was your experience? Yeah. And in, in the theater, um, I, I had gone and like I said, in the past I'd seen, it was kind of a mixed bag, but yeah, everyone, everyone had, had masks on. It was that that part wasn't wasn't the issue. I was more upset that it was more crowded, and that they weren't actually carding. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That was the part that got it. So they did not me. verify vaccination status as they were supposed to. Theoretically. Yeah, and that may. I, I I'm wondering if it was because of the chaos of the of whatever had mm. had messed up with the screening that was causing them to combine showings. What did you uh, think of the movie? Oh, I, I loved it. <laughs> I'm <laughs> not saying it, movie. I'm not saying it was worth COVID, but I'm I'm really really glad I saw it in the theater. It was it was stunning. <laughs> yeah, it it is an amazing IMAX experience. I I did see it in IMAX as well at a different theater. I mean, thank goodness it was a different theater. I guess. Yeah. Um. So that was Wednesday of last week. Saturday of four, like a few days later, Saturday, you take a nap and you are hit with all these symptoms. What that, where does your head go at that point? Like what is, where, what are you thinking at the moment that you start discovering that you have symptoms? And then I assume you test for, for COVID. Like what, what happens at that point? Where's your head at? Well, at that point, like um, wife and kid had just gotten the vaccine um, or well, booster and then the vaccine. And uh, I kind of assumed I had the flu because um, I was vaccinated like just the irony of having a breakthrough case after being two years being careful right as the kids getting vaccinated was almost too much for me to wrap my head around. So it wasn't until the next day when I was like, okay, I'm testing. Um, and when I, when I finally took the test, you know, have you taken a rapid at home test yet? I, I have. It is. So it's called an antigen test and yeah. a rapid antigen test. And basically the way it works, I, I'm not going to describe the scientific formula, but basically if it shows positive, then you are definitely, almost definitely infected and contagious. Yep. If it is negative, you may still, in fact, be positive, but it's just not picking it up, right? So that that's my understanding of how it works, yes? Yep. Yeah. And my, so, my wife had taken a test, and they can be pretty boring when they're negative, right? Um, yes. So my test... Because you're waiting for a line to show up on the test. Right? Yes. And so the line may or may not show up, and if it doesn't show up, then you're negative, but like... Most people, when they take this thing, it's negative, so they're just waiting, and the line never. And you're kind of like peering into this test to see, like, is the is there a line there? Like, and you check with your loved ones, like, is there a line there? 
Um, so yeah, the, the experience of taking a test is a little weird, but yeah. So this, this was not ambiguous. <laughs> we, we put the, as soon as, as soon as it was folded over and the liquid touched it, the thing started going across the thing and it was just pink right away. And I was like, wow. uh, Rebecca, I th- think I have COVID. <laughs> so, and we have a, we have a multi-level house with a, with a finished basement. So I immediately, um, left her to deal with the kid and locked myself in the basement. Um, thankfully my office is down here. So. I'm, I'm not like, I'm able to work. And so the first, the first day down here was pretty bad. And, and yeah, now I'm just hiding out in the basement. The first day down here was pretty bad in what sense? Uh, I mean, I was still sick. I see. And you could, and you didn't have access to all your normal accoutrement basically, right? Well, I did. My, I have, I have my office down here yeah. <laughs> the TV's down here, which I feel a little guilty about. Um, yeah. And she's upstairs uh, with the five-year-old trying to get her work done what was your wife's reaction to you getting sick i i mean i I don't know how does anybody react just well we're dealing with this now um every (laughs) yep yep Yep. okay and everybody uh got their official tests um what day is it tuesday uh, monday we got tested today they are both clear um so she she doesn't have it he doesn't have it and i have course do have it officially so got and when you say officially you mean not the not the antigen not the rapid test but the actual test the uh they give you when you go go get tested yeah um i think it's a molecular pcr test is technically the uh uh the way the the name of the test if i'm not mistaken so yep um so they were both negative. You were definitely positive from that. Basically. Yep. Yeah. Then no, no surprise there. What one kind of weird thing talking to the because I I basically asked a lot of questions when I when I was talking to the doctor and I was like, so how common is this? And uh, the impression I got was at this point, if you haven't gotten the booster shot, the COVID vaccine is mostly going to keep you out of the hospital, but it's a lot less likely to you, you might still get sick. You're just not going to go to the hospital. And I was like, "Oh, that's a uh, that's good to know." I showed it. Thought about that before I went to see a movie. Yeah. So, um, so you said you went to see a doctor. Like, when did that happen? It was it was Amazon Care. I talked to him online. Got it. So you had, you had a kind of a remote conversation with a doctor. Yeah they they call you and talk to you. Uh-huh. And and it sounds like based on your conversation with them that these breakthrough cases are extremely common these days. Is that right? Sounds like it. Yeah. I mean, I don't have any numbers, but they they were not surprised or at all. No, nothing about my situation surprised them, which I actually found a little annoying. <laughs> uh, why is that? I mean, just if I I did I don't think I I'd, you hear about breakthrough cases, but it's always like um someone who is is compromised or older. And I was like, so I, I kind of thought I was in a safer bracket than I was, but I, I think it's more common than we're, we're hearing about did purely based on talking to the, the doctor's reaction. I don't actually know the numbers or have them in front of me or anything. Yeah. One of the things that I was struck by about that article in the Atlantic about this, uh, the journalist who tested positive after going to a wedding was that it was extremely disruptive to his life. Yeah. Um, because it's not just who have you been in contact with, it's who have the people you've been in contact with been in contact with, right? And then like, 
do they need to tell them that you've been infected and and so on? And I guess I'm curious, like, is that something that your wife and, and child have had to manage? Like, has your wife, like, have you in fact been in contact with anyone since you went to the movie? And did you have to talk to them about it? Um, let's see. Since Well, like I said, the kid is in school. So we contacted the school. We contacted, um, uh, who else? I didn't contact the theater because that's, they do the phone tracing um, through the, af- after you get tested. And uh, the kid will be home until through the entire week um, per the guidelines. I'm going to be down here for at least the next 10 days. And then my wife has to, she's, but we're all working from home. So that's all pretty relative stuff. I think that the biggest inconvenience is that the kid can't go, go to school. Right. And what has their reaction been to that? The schools? No, your, your child's reaction to it. Uh, well, I mean, judging from the noise upstairs, uh, I owe my wife after I'm done. (laughs) (laughs) Um, and I guess I, you know, I'm, I'm curious, like, have, have there been any other logistical arrangements you've had to make in the wake of this thing? Like any other ways in which this has been disruptive to your life? Um, uh, for, well, for me personally, I mean, other than, so I took, I took Monday off cause I was, I wasn't feeling up to working, but, and this, this is what I said earlier about, we're in a fairly privileged position. We're already working from home. Yeah. Um, so we're, and we're already like ordering groceries and doing all that t- type of stuff. So not as much, it's more about childcare that that's been the real hit. And I'm, she has it, she has it far worse than me. Cause I'm, I'm down here today. I was able to get all my work done. Absolutely. No interruptions. Um, she did not have that. You should probably talk to her about that. Right. Cause she couldn't, yeah, to, she had the kid she couldn't all day. go to work. She couldn't, her child, her, your child couldn't go to school. So, yep. and that's until kind of... Friday. Right. Yeah. So. Um, so I, I am curious, like, uh, what your what pr- emotions you are primarily experiencing now that you're in this situation? Um, I mean, I I kind of resented the fact that we've been careful for so long, and then while well, we felt like we we're kind of getting to the because the kid getting vaccinated is kind of the end of it for us, right? Like, um, when you say the end of it, meaning like the end of what you uh, would see as the extremely careful measures you've been taking thus far. Right. Yeah, you could probably loosen up a little bit after the kid is vaccinated. Exactly. So he, we didn't want him to get sick. Um, my wife has has asthma, so there was like a certain amount of like we really don't want to get COVID in our house. Um, and now, once everybody is vaccinated and has the booster, there was a there was a sense we were going to move on, and we'd been just insanely careful for two years. <laughs> it was like right at the finish line. I go see a movie, and it's like. Bam. Of course. Of course we end on this note. Are you, how certain are you that the movie is what caused you getting COVID? Uh, so that's a good question. Um, I'm like, I assume you go, you went back and like traced every single other action you took between Wednesday and Saturday. Yes. Yeah. We've been in, we've been in contact with this, with the school. Um, and it's really the only time I've gone out. So it it is the only time I've gone out. There's there's not really another obvious place it would be. 
Uh, and you haven't like seen you basically. I think what I was getting at with my earlier questions is like you haven't hung out with anyone. No, since no. then, not even like outdoors or anything like that. No, not 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 in any any timeline that would make sense. Got it. Got it. So so you've been relatively lucky in the sense, like the the Atlantic story was about this guy who went to a wedding maskless with like you know what sounded like dozens of other people. Yeah, I um, never, never would have done that. <laughs> yeah, which is like also like wow, like that, that's gonna be rough on that wedding too. That wedding will probably be forever known as a super spreader event. You know what I mean? Yeah. But uh, but you basically haven't like interact. There's you didn't have to have any awkward conversations with anyone other than who was in your family. No. But you could you could imagine if you had talked to people, you would have to do that basically, right? Yeah, yeah. That's. I mean, well, just talking to the school was its own level of fun. You hate to, so what was tell me tell me about that like what was that like it was mostly emails but it's still like you don't want to be the family that's that's <laughs> that's notifying the school that you are the COVID exposure they've been dreading our school's been really lucky um every everyone is insanely careful and we haven't I don't think my my wife might be able to correct me on this but I don't think we've actually had any any scares because they they track which schools have had how many and our our school's been lucky to be really low if any so, so we, yay we get to break the trend <laughs> yeah and, and i'm curious like you know in earlier days when people contracted covid they felt like um i think like almost like scarlet letter like a great deal of shame around it this, i'm talking like early early on when we knew almost nothing about how it was transmitted or anything like that like they felt like marked in some way now obviously hundreds of thousands of people have contracted it and, you know, like, and, and the impact is much lower because of vaccines. Uh, but I'm curious, like, you know, given that you had to have this challenging conversation with school, like if you, if you have any emotions around beyond the, like, Oh, the, the irony of fumbling the ball in the end zone, uh, beyond the irony of that, I'm curious, like, if you have any thoughts on like, just having COVID-19 and like, do you feel like, Hey, this is a normal thing now. Like everyone's eventually going to get it. You know, are you kind of fatalistic about it? Or do you feel like you need to hide the fact that you have it or not tell people about it? You know, like you're obviously talking to me. So there's, there's something about your willingness to talk about it, but I'm curious how you're feeling about it. Well, I think, I think that instinct is there. Um, That I think that's the gut reaction. I'm trying not to be that way for, Partially because I feel like that's a really entitled, titled way to be. Like it's really easy for me just to hide in my house and not tell anyone. That's totally would other than school that would be an option. Um, I think I think community visibility on this type of stuff and just the fact that we're all in this boat together make that. And I'm I'm sure some people will, will be judgy about going to see movies. I'm I'm 100 sure on the internet we can find that 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 take. But personally, I'm trying not to not to look at it that way. Yeah, uh, I think that's reasonable. I mean, so of course, the big question is: you obviously regret seeing the movie and and having this happen. But how has your risk calculus changed now that you have it? Like in in the future, let's say um, Matrix Resurrections comes out, right? <laughs> In, which is going to be in like six weeks or so. Like, are you going to go see Matrix Resurrections in a theater? Or are you basically like, no movies until this whole thing has blown over? Like, where, wh- where is your risk calculus at this point? Well, um, I still need the booster. This is in its way, ironic kind of way, its own kind of booster. Um, I'll probably actually, I know on Slash Film, you guys have talked about uh, like renting theaters 
and I know I want to take my kid to see a movie at some point again. So I may, because I know I, I Matrix and Spider Man, I I need to see those in the theaters. So I might try to f- see if my, my friend group wants to actually just rent rent a rent a space to do that in. On that note, have you have you told your friends that you have it, and like what has their reaction been? And I'm oh, yeah. curious, like what yes. that's been like. I, they, they all know it's hugely supportive. In in what sense? Just like well, hope I, you're okay, or what, like, what do you mean by that? Um, yeah, just hoping I'm okay. Ironically, um, so on Thursday night, I think it was Thursday. Did did Eternals premiere here Thursday? For, yes, that's right. Um, my my friend had been wanting me to go see Eternals, um, because I'd I'd already bowed out of Doom, and I think a bunch of other people bowed out of Eternals. So he was like, "Come on, you got to go see this with me." I was like, "No, man, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna go see this in a packed theater." And he was like, "Okay, whatever." Um, so I did not go see Eternals. Because you'd already been you'd already been scared off from your Dune experience, basically. Well, no, I mean, my Dune experience was good. I just legitimately didn't want to go... I didn't think opening night on a huge movie like that was a good idea. Yeah, well, that's what I mean. It's like you you had a Venom experience that was really packed. Then you yeah. went to see Dune that was extremely packed. So you're like, I'm not doing that again. That's what I was Oh, like. yeah, yeah, for sure. So he... So he... He that that day was like, come on, just get, get, get your ticket. Come on, let's, let's go do this. And I was like, no, 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 no. And the ironic thing is if I would have gone see that, seen that movie with him, I definitely would have exposed him. So I'm not going to let him forget that one. (laughs) (laughs) Basically, literally all of your friends now owe you because you didn't hang out with them. Yes, exactly. Uh, You definitely hold that over their heads forever. Oh, I'm going, I'm going to. No downside to that. No downside. I think... (laughs) We can end it there, but I do appreciate you sharing your experiences with us, Jesse, and um, I hope you feel better soon, man, um, and that things get back to normal as soon as possible. Thanks.